Good evening, everybody. It's Friday night. It's about nine o'clock. It's time for the What's on Joe Mind team stream. As you can see, uh, substitute cast tonight. We are the Legion of Substitute Hosts. <laughs> but we got <laughs> we got we got Phil Donnelly. We got Troy McKee. Uh, we're going to talk about the the waning days of the uh, operate not Operation Recall the call sign long go back. <laughs> wow. One of those. <laughs> You're right. One job. We're 30 <laughs> seconds in and I've stepped on the project already. Great times. I'm such a professional of this. It's only been 11 years. Be back in a second. And uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. This is What's on Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody doing this evening? Eh. I'm doing great. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we know the problem early on this one, Troy. We know <laughs> now, now that problem is solved. <laughs> well. That's gotta be a new record. <laughs> As me, I, I, uh, I have no no Honcho, no Rob, no Joe Colton. It is uh, purely uh, a a substitute house. We do have our our perennial fifth wheel, uh, Biff McConkey Donk himself, Phil Donnelly of Articulated Points. Hey, hey. <laughs> so what have you been up to since the last time we saw you? Oh, uh, just the usual Disneyland Articulated Points work. <laughs> Sounds thrilling, Phil. Nice detail. <laughs> That's my life in a nutshell. Way to pad for time, Phil. Great job. I do what I can. And you, you he's in the, he, he just moved up a spot, and he's in the top right corner now. Uh, he is uh, perhaps best known for his work at Grindstone Toys, which includes the call sign Longbow Kickstarter, which was done this summer, and the ensuing backer kit, which has been running this fall and ends November 15th. Troy McKee is here. Hey, everybody. Troy, what have you been up to since last time we talked to you? And uh, try well, to do better I, than Phil. I've been working. Um, I spent a romantic weekend in Des Moines with some nerds. Um, you know, toy Des Moines, stuff. Des Moines is for lovers. That's what I hear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't need to think about the type of hooking up that's going on in Des Moines. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> I've been to Iowa, man. It's oh, oh. <laughs> mm. Mm. anyhow. So, uh, busy week, obviously, in the world of GI Joe. Sterling, yeah. action-packed, mile a minute, right. Yeah, Andrew Galgan is taking note. The axe of guesting is flying fast and already. <laughs> yes, it is. 
Yes, it is. But um, I, I know that nothing new broke this week, but we obviously haven't spoken to you guys since the last round of of, of news events that came down. Um, Phil, do you have any thoughts on on the last couple of bits of, of classified news that has broken from Chuckles, Shadow Tracker, any of the renders that we've seen? What's up? What 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 struck you? Well, I'm sure that Shadow Tracker took us all from left field because you know, as fun a character as he was, they really didn't do anything with him once he came out. So the fact that they're going back to him is you know it's a pleasant surprise. He better still have that skull head underneath the mask that explains nothing about who he is, <laughs> or if he's alive or dead or not, because that's the best part of his character. Honestly, we have nothing else to go off of. And uh, if if there was still one character that has not been announced for classified, Phil, what would it be? What's the one hmm. you want to see? I was fond of Mainframe. Nice computer guy with a really cool computer that's way outdated now. But right. I think they could they could do something with that nowadays. I think uh, my, my dad in a great way. My dad used to bring one of those things home from work. Big box, <laughs> all in one with a tiny little monitor. Yeah. Holds about three lines of code. Right. We we thought it was the most amazing machine ever built. We were we were dumb when we were kids, that's for sure. <laughs> well, we didn't know about sound cards at the time, so yeah. <laughs> Troy McKay, how about yourself, man? You're in the you're in the toy designing game. What was uh what were your general thoughts on on the news that's come from Hasbro the last couple of weeks? Your microphone is out, Troy. You need to you need to do something there. Nothing. Nothing. Uh oh. <laughs> Already we are bereft with physical problems. Stand by for station identification. Play something. Anything. You may need to go into your settings at the bottom and make sure that it's reading your your headset and not your your uh look, you know, look man you can make jokes if you want but you heard him a few seconds ago you we're know fine he, for 20 minutes in the pre-show you knew he could talk we still got nothing you're gonna have to drop out and drop back in maybe <laughs> Have you tried rebooting? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wah, wah. The plan, and now to pad for time, I'm going to play the kick-ass theme song again. There's Comic-Con or a... Not wrong one. No, it didn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, no. Doesn't matter what button we hit. Oh, my God. It's all gone wrong so quickly. <laughs> The, the wheels flew off. Yes, so that's what Troy is doing. He is logging out and, and coming back in. We're not waiting for him, though. Uh, classified. Like he is already popping back in there. Let me make sure he's got his... Troy McKee, can you be heard? No. No. Negatory. <laughs> oh. We were even early. You commented how early we were. Right. 
yeah, it was weird this week because uh, normally uh, when we were getting together for the team stream, um, obviously Rob has nowhere to hide, so he's he's usually the first one here. But like Mark shows up usually less than ten minutes before before showtime. Uh, Joe Colton shows up pretty much right at showtime. Uh, no, no, Troy and Phil were here twenty minutes early, so we have been speaking to one another for quite some time in advance. And now Troy's equipment is, has gone poop. But anyways, if you're watching this on Facebook tonight, uh, give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a, a heart. Give us a huggy guy. Give us a little poop emoji. Who knows? Um, if it's there for you, by all means. Uh, that's that's how Facebook let, knows that you're watching. If you're catching us on YouTube, uh, go ahead like the video, despite actually seeing the video. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Maybe maybe watch some of the more successful shows that have gone on in the past. Still nothing. Troy, you might need to just go full reboot and just, just catch us in like two minutes. Well, you're also frozen now. So. <laughs> Goodness. Goodness. So, user questions? Right. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, so Troy broke the show, and while we wait for him to come back, again, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, like the channel, subscribe to the uh, like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, leave a comment down below, do all the YouTube stuff that really helps us out and gets us uh, churned up in their algorithm. We've actually started to pick up some subscribers in the last couple of weeks. We've actually got momentum for the first time in months. So well, sorry, we, we just uh, killed it. Yeah, I know. Now that I've now that I've acknowledged it. That's, uh, and uh, you know, funny that funny that uh, you know Phil's talking about mainframe because Josiah Alcorn has recognized this is totally a job for mainframe. <laughs> Quick, dig into the cables and the switchboards. Right, <laughs> right. So uh, we're while we're waiting on Phil, we are going to just go ahead and roll right into a community calendar because Lord knows um, we don't need to wait for community calendar. There's a Comic-Con or a toy show, what's on your mind, wants to know, tell Mike, Mark, and Joe, Unity Calendar. Uh, I was typed right into my ear. <laughs> and if, you've, if you've got a show that you want to see us plug here on the program, uh, go ahead, hit the hit that email that you saw, what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. We've got a voicemail. We've got uh, all kinds of ways to get a hold of us. Promise you that that email, that Gmail uh, account is the best way to to drop something and to make sure it gets in the program. Um, you leave you leave us notes in other social media. I can't promise that I'm going to see all of them. We're everywhere. Um, so it's uh, yeah. Maybe you just had too much show prep this time. It's possible because Lord knows there was no show to prep for. <laughs> we really were just kind of sitting around. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Troy, do you think we can get to 60 minutes? Yeah, well, sure, we could try. Anyways. Um, so anyways, first up on the old community calendar. Uh, it is happening this weekend at the uh, SeaWorld Doubletree in Orlando, Florida. It's the collector's stop. And that's uh, not the collector's top. No, 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 no. Not not your place to get designer T-shirts at low low prices. No, no. 
It well, is that's disappointing. It is the collector <laughs> stop. And you can get uh, a better idea of what's going down there at the, uh, the the website you see on screen, rangerstoporlando.com. Uh, it is a three-day event. Parking is free, as the website lets us know. Parking is free. And afterwards, you can ride some roller coasters. Is that uh, a hallmark of the SeaWorld Doubletree? Uh, uh, SeaWorld Orlando, at least. You, weirdly enough, they've got a bunch of roller coasters. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they, they're they getting rid of all the animal stuff, so yeah. I, I guess roller coasters are not a bad investment. Troy, say something. Can you hear me now? Hey! Oh, God, it's audio. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a Thanksgiving miracle. I don't know. <laughs> I I think it's just a good it's a good day and a good week for hating the world and everything in it. Oh, yeah. We'll 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 smile though our heart is breaking. Smile though our face is breaking. All right. Firefly waiting for the event on the other side of the year, the collector's bottom. Well, I mean, really, aren't we? It's all about consent. <laughs> that is the one where you can get all of the finest uh, shorts at, at low, low prices. Because <clears throat> they, they're not going to sell you, like, full pants in Orlando, Florida. And there's no point. Well, maybe if they're just, like, mesh pants. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a track suit. Who knows? For the retirees, yeah. <laughs> So Alcorn says, if you secretly think the yellow rangers are hotter than the pink ones, this is the con to be at. Okay. Good to know. Uh, we've also got Fanboy Week, uh, Fanboy Expo this weekend here in Indianapolis. Uh, big, long list of guests. Uh, it, it's kind of a pricey one again. If you were going to make it to this one, you would already be in the area. Um but uh, Peter Cullen, Lee Majors, Jerry the King, Lawler, Frank Welker, and and a whole host of other folks going to be a, here in Indianapolis this weekend at Fanboy Expo. Uh, Man, I need Frank Welker's autograph. Well, where are you, Phil? Uh, California. Clearly, Frank Welker is not there. He is here in Indianapolis this weekend. I'm that, sorry. You, you knew this was you knew this was coming, and you still didn't do anything about it. Uh, this is true. I shipped my uh, my DVD set to you. Matt Matt Rubin argues some of the Yellow Rangers were hotter than the Pink Rangers. Uh, counterpoint, Troy McKee. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> we're not here to judge. Whatever floats your boat, Matt. <laughs> okay, you all assume which Ranger they're talking about here. I, yeah. <laughs> Yellow Rangers and Pink Rangers. I I know the ones from the first season, and after that, I don't know. Are we talking we about got, Power got, Rangers? Because I came in halfway through this conversation. Yes, we got thirty oh, years yeah. of Rangers to work through. <laughs> right, right. Uh, happening on Sunday, uh, rollout roll call in Fortingbridge in the UK. Uh, brought about by our good friend Dave Tree at allthecoolstuff.co.uk, sponsor of the swear jar. You too can contribute to the swear jar at our coffee links down below. We've got one for for what's on Joe Mind. I've got another one for Joe Colton's and, and her individual cosplay um, efforts. So if you got a few bucks laying around, 
Send them this way. We really appreciate it. Sean Russo notes that some seasons didn't even have pink. Some some seasons were well done. No pink. Anyways. But they always had a black and blue. Right. I'm, I'm making snake jokes. So I, whatever. But uh, yes. So uh, again, if you're one of our fans, I'm going to guess that if, if you're here in the States and you were going to make it to roll out roll call, you're probably not watching the program before it happens. But if you're over in the UK, if you're any place where you can get to to Fording Bridge, get out out there. They're, they've got an event going on Saturday too. Uh, I think it's like the Toy Collectors Expo or something. Uh, it's something that's not GI Joe and Transformers themed. But uh, but get yourself out there. It'd be a good time. Pick up some stuff. And then of course, uh, if you're in St. Louis, Toy Man is happening this weekend on the 13th. And then again on December 11th, uh, this is at the Big Machinist Hall in the northwest part of town. Uh, $5 admission from 9 to 3, early, $12 early bird at 8 o'clock. Uh, you can get more information at the website on the screen there, toymanshow.com. You can also follow on Facebook and Instagram at the addresses you see there. Try not to hold the comic stands against them. No, no, because <laughs> Toy Man is, is an amazing show. They do seven of these every year. Uh, one year oh. they did eight. Uh, and it is just huge because that machinist hall is a big building and they fill it. They put it's two stories worth of toy dealers. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a big deal. I mean, we you, you really can't undersell the Toy Man show. It's on here with everything else, but it is it is its own enterprise. Wow. Uh, the, the local newspaper in St. Louis one year did acknowledge them as the best toy store in St. Louis, which now yeah. that the Russes are gone, I guess, is, is pretty easy picking. <laughs> <laughs> but ha having lived in St. Louis for 10 years, there are some great toy stores there. It is a surprisingly deep toy town. And uh, Sean Russell is correct. Don't you get into Toy Man free if you hug Dave Draper? Yes, you do. So if you see Dave Draper at Toy Man, give him a big hug. Tell him what's on Joe Mind sent you. Two stories of a toy show. Holy crap. Yes, it is. It is huge. If you like crowds... This may not be the, the show for you, <laughs> but get, get there early if you don't like crowds, because at 11, 12 o'clock, this sucker is packed. Cannot, cannot give enough thumbs up to the St. Louis Toy Man show. Quality outing. Anytime you go. Phil, you ever been? Uh, no, I have not. No, uh, in I've... California, Phil. <laughs> I've only driven through Missouri. That in general, that's a good policy. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I like St. Louis. St. Louis is the 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 gleaming hope of the state of Missouri. And again, free if you hug Dave Draper, our good friend from uh, Toy World Order, co-host of the program, Dave Draper. And then, of course, uh, December 11th, while we're, while we're talking about December 11th, the SoCal Joe show is going on. You got to get to that one, Phil? Yes, that one I will be at. <laughs> you got to motor yourself down to the Embassy Suites in Temecula? It is a long hour and a half drive, but I do make that. All right. <laughs> it's probably closer to an hour, but, you know, traffic. Sure. <laughs> 
And that is, uh, let's see, 10, 10 to 3 will get you in on your uh, general $5 admission. Early bird is at 9, and that is 10 bucks. Uh, cosplayers and children under 10 are free. Phil, you going to dress up for this one? Uh, I don't actually have G.I. Joe cosplay, believe it or not. <laughs> I didn't ask you that, Phil. I, mean... uh, I will be wearing some form of shirt and or pants. Okay. Going all out. I, That's it, you know. Whatever. You wanna, Fancy. You wanna... You want to be the killjoy and poop all over cosplay, Phil. You're probably on the wrong show for that. Joe Colton would just beat the hell out of you. I have done cosplay before, right? It's just nothing that's G.I. Joe. Yeah, Matt Rubin says, is it a bad thing that Missouri rhymes with misery? Well, it doesn't rhyme with it, but it certainly sounds a lot like it. And that is not an accident. That's... Um... Uh, Viper Scout with the song of the 90s, kid. I'm sorry, as much as some of the yellows were attractive, Amy Jo Johnson was my biggest crush. That is uh, that is an entire generation of of American males and some females uh, between you know, like 38 and 43. Mm -hmm. Phil, I will... Phil nods knowingly. I have no argument against this. We, we have hit that one on the head. That's mm -mm -mm. um, and that's it for a community calendar. That's all we got. We got no more. There's a Comic Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? Wants to know? Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community calendar. And there you saw it again. What's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. If you've got a show in your area. Uh, that you want to see promoted on the program, help us drive attendance. Uh, we it's normally that's the Matt Rubin segment. We didn't even have anything for Matt Rubin in that show, in that part of the show. So apparently, uh, Western Pennsylvania has dried up, or he doesn't love us anymore. Don't know. He's here in the live chat, and I'm just going to put him on the spot right like that. Call him out right there. That's how you do it. Uh, shoot, none of the cats want this expensive raw rabbit cat food. Uh, anyone want it? So right there, raw rabbit cat food, contact Diana Davis. Uh, Is it raw rabbit mixed with cat? No. Uh, if you're under 70, I've been to Branson, Missouri. You know all about misery, especially if you don't like show tune shows. I tell you, uh, Branson, I have, I've been to Branson, uh, back in the days when I, when, when I was a married man. Uh, we got to Branson once, and um, and uh, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> but they do have a Ripley's Museum, which is kind of cool, and there is Silver Dollar City, which is a pretty good kind of second tier. Um, I was gonna say we we went the last two falls; it was great. <laughs> yeah, like Silver Dollar City is awesome for for a theme park. Uh, so if if you're gonna count that as Branson, that that really saved the trip. But uh, I don't know. I I, I I'm, I'm kind of with Beta Ray Bob on that one. I don't need to see. I don't need to be at the Andy Williams Theater. Uh, I don't need to see Yakov Smirnoff's new stuff. Um, new yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 He just substitutes Soviet Russia for Putin's Russia. <laughs> uh, it's it's still just Mother Russia. 
So, no. as The Simpsons points out, don't mistake it for Brunson, Missouri. <laughs> Ma, I want a cookie. I wish I was dead. You'll spoil your dinner. No dice. Love it. Bronson, Missouri, one of the best Simpsons bits ever. Anyways. As, as Mike and Phil venture down independent streets of <sighs> independent offshoots of memory lane. Last I'm sorry, time. Troy. No, that's <laughs> fine. That's what happens here. Right. What we do. <laughs> I'm used to that. It's just what we do. There's no, no getting around it. What do you say we go to the news? <laughs> There we go. News, of course, brought to us by Kokomo Toys, who are proud to present Chonky Tank Kitty and his Meowler Tank. It's a cat in a tank. It's a cat in a cardboard tank. It's the best. I love it. I'll, Maybe start photoshopping him in different venues I, <laughs> around I, the world. You know, I probably should start doing that because I do have the graphic. Like, I've got the cat in the tank by itself without the background now, so I can probably... The magic of Photoshop. Right? (laughs) If Mark Mark Weber has C-plus Photoshop skills, I probably got D-plus Photoshop skills. (laughs) As you can tell by the thumbnails I put together every week. It saddens me because so many of those pictures you put up, I can actually give you without the background already. (laughs) Look, man, for for the YoJo stuff, for the the announced uh, the announced things for the classified line, I, I the cheaper the better, frankly. <sighs> I'm, I'm going goes down the cheek. <laughs> I'm going for a certain effect to uh, to make fun of the process of of social media, because anytime I would put up so you with two two explosions and two guys being announced for the classified line. That would be the best the best hit we would get on social media for the entire week. We would do a show that week. Like eight <laughs> people would react to that post. But but you're welcome. Are, are just thrilled to know that the, the trouble bubble is coming to G.I. Joe Classified with a picture of an old trouble bubble sitting there statically against an explosion background. I hate the whole process, frankly. Hate it all. <laughs> uh, marketing. But uh, Beta Ray Bob correctly wants to know uh, who is going to be the first independent toy company to bring Chunky Tank Kitty with Meowler to Kickstarter? And I think that's a question for Troy McKee. You know, that's a good question. Is that, do we know who owns that? <laughs> Troy, do you want to get sued by Amazon? <laughs> well, we'll make, we'll make the little face go the other way on the box. Right, right. Just, just replace the, the Amazon smirk. the dimple, like yeah. a smile, like smiling teeth. We might give the we might give the tank a face. We might put little eyes over it so it'll look different. It'll be like cars. Totally different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just got to change it a little. Oh, fifteen yeah. percent is all you need. <laughs> you just you know put put different cats with different color fur in there. You got a whole line sit right there for you. Perfect. Japan's I probably do. done stuff like that. I, I imagine so. It wouldn't surprise me. They probably have real tanks, though, not not ones built out of cardboard. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
Anyways, first news item. There we go. There it's looking. Look at McConkey Dog sleeping in there. It's live on Kickstarter. We told you last week. Uh, after action report, volume three is there and ready to be supported with your hard-earned dollars. Uh, they are. Last I checked, they were almost almost fully funded. That was yesterday. It may have happened already. They are most of the way there. Uh, campaign ends on December 16th at 8.34 a.m., uh, which is how you know uh, the guys may have been drinking the night they set up the Kickstarter. But whatever, whatever, 8.34 a.m. it is on December 16th. Um, so you got lots of time to get this together. Uh, it's it's not an expensive project to back. Um, I, less than $50, including shipping. Uh, so if, especially if you've got the first two volumes, you certainly want to get volume three. There are packages put together where you can get the previous volumes that have been released. So if you've missed the last couple volumes, um, go ahead and check out the Kickstarter anyway, uh, and they should have should have the previous volumes available for you. Or maybe the second one is available through the Kickstarter. I know the first chapter, volume one is available through their website, if nothing else. So you might have to do two different purchases, but but the books should all be there if you if you haven't haven't gotten on after action report to this point. Um, all three volumes are there for you uh, with with very little fuss and very little muss. Hmm. Uh, and that first one is great. It's it's a really good guide. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's excellent. Um, uh, sorry, I was checking the checking the comments real quick. But no, it is an excellent guide. It's very in depth. Uh, there's a lot more that they've really done their homework on this as far as connecting the dots with with writers and inkers and and various creatives that were involved in putting together the G.I. Joe comic book series. Volume one was the Marvel series one through 155. Um, and then volume two was uh, Devil's Do. Uh, Devil's Do. And then volume three, it's going to be uh, IDW through. Uh, I think it's just the IDW Real American Hero series because that yeah. on its own is. Okay. Yes, that's Pretty massive. That's right. <laughs> and then uh, I believe a volume four is with with the extra offshoot stuff from from IDW, but the IDW continuities, if you will, uh, will be in volume four. So uh, we've got uh, lots of great information out there. Great book. Uh, Josh and Roger have been on the show before. We will have them again for for this uh, coming up. Uh, but uh, go ahead and get yourself out there on the Kickstarter. Support the project. Uh, let's get it funded and done, uh, and and uh, and on the books. Next news item. Hey, it's a gentle reminder that once again that uh, backer kits are coming to a close. Uh, we've got call sign longbow, which is some project that I've never heard of, uh, closing on November fifteenth, and that may be the reason why Troy McKee is on the program today. Maybe. I don't know, he's got a red shadow shirt on, so. <laughs> that's, uh, that's not what that is, but good job. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, Carson's uh, uh, Operation Recall from him, him and his merry band of hooligans at 3D Joes uh, and the original G.I. Joe creators. That closes next February 28th. So we got a little bit of time on that. So if you're if you're wanting to, to get into these and, and uh, expand on your Kickstarter pledge, uh, by all means, Longbow is the one you got to worry about now. Uh, you can get through the New Year's on Operation Recall and and still still have plenty of time on that. Uh, but uh, call sign Longbow. Good through. What's that? Fifteenth is Tuesday. Yep. Yep. Tuesday. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna close it at uh, at 
um, midnight Eastern time. So you've got you've got all day all day on the fifteenth on Tuesday to get that order in. So, and uh, that's also when we're going to be closing the backer kit survey. So if you are a backer and you have not yet completed your survey, uh, please get in there and get it done. What's <laughs> taking you so long? Yeah, yeah. months. <laughs> right. Well, uh, we'll talk about this in a little more depth in just a second. Uh, but if you have no idea what call sign Longbow is, if this is the first you're hearing about it, uh, get yourself over to longbow.backerkit.com. Uh, get yourself signed in, and you'll be able to peruse the entire line of fine call sign Longbow action figures, um, as done by Troy and his gang of merry hooligans at Grindstone Toys. And that's the news. Do, 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 do. Dun, 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 dun. So uh, tell you what, we'll come back. We will talk a bit more in depth about the final days of the call sign Longbow backer kit uh, momentarily. But first, a word from our sponsors at Kokomo Toys. The, the folks who brought you Chunky Tank Kitty. You know, you remember. It wasn't that long ago. It's, it's good. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on! All right. So there it was. We are breaking all kinds of records tonight. I can't tell you the last time we got through the news at the 33-minute mark. Clearly, uh, Mark Weber was nowhere near that program. <laughs> well, you know, it was such a uh, informative week. <laughs> at the 33-minute mark, we are usually halfway through uh, Mark Weber in the intro segment. <laughs> well, we got to know what his kids are up to. <laughs> look, look, there's nothing wrong with it. Don't don't pin this on his kids. I'm trying to pin this on Mark talking a lot, and you're you're throwing it at his kids. That's I'm talking bad, about Mark talking about his kids. Bad play, <laughs> Bill. Bad play. <laughs> oh, good. I've been promoted. <laughs> so, Troy, well, let's uh, let's take a walk down memory lane real quick. Uh, okay. Let, let's assume that I have I have no idea what uh, what call sign Longbow is. I I have just in the last couple of weeks gotten back into to three and three quarter figure collecting. Sell me. Give me the elevator pitch on call sign Lumbo. Well, well, welcome back to O-ring collecting. Um, so, uh, call sign Longbow is a line of retro uh, O-ring action figures, um, and they are made to be a companion product to fit in with the collections that you already have. Um, so, Longbow specifically is um, about the Cold War and uh, about a. American covert ops unit um, that's tasked with essentially messing with the Soviets. Um, and it's set in, the first story is set in 1985. Um, we've, we've just completed our, our Kickstarter campaign and we're wrapping up the backer kit. Um, but we've got a, uh, if you want to learn more about the characters, we've got a comic um, that's available free um, digitally that you can read. Um, and that's on our website at cslongbow.com. You can also read some character profiles there. Um, and get the links to get to the backer kit pre-order store if you're interested in purchasing. So, and so uh, you went with with this to a Kickstarter campaign. 
Mm-hmm. That was back during the summer. Yes. And uh, yep. how did that go for you, man? So that went that went very well for us. We funded. Um, we got through our initial uh, $70,000 funding goal. And we just kept rolling along um, through some stretch goals. So we ended up uh, just a little over 200000 um, on that. And we ended up unlocking 10 figures as part of that. Um, so anybody that went all in, um, had that, but we had promised our all in backers, um, that they would get 11. So when we got to backer kit, we just went ahead and unlocked an 11th figure in the backer kit, um, without worrying about, uh, about meeting a funding goal for that one. So that anybody that went all in could still get 11 unique figures, um, and really get their money's worth out of that. All right. Excellent. And, uh, one of those was of course, furry hat ninja. Yes, the Crosnay Ninja was the uh, was the one that we we opened up when we got to the backer kit. We didn't didn't quite get there in the Kickstarter, but we knew that was a popular figure, um, so we went ahead and we went ahead and added that one when we got into backer kit. All right, and so our, our team of heroes, the Call Sign Longbow team, uh, talk about them a little bit. Who who are give us some some of the operatives that are involved? Sure. So uh, the first issue um, kind of centers around two four man fire teams that we've got. Um, but Lancer is our main character and he's a, he's a green beret. Um, and he's, he's one of the fire team leaders. Um, and he's featured in the Kickstarter. Uh, the other two, uh, longbow members that we've got that are featured in the Kickstarter are Uptown and Outlaw. Um, they both make an appearance in the comics. Um, Uptown is an assault trooper and Outlaw is a close quarters combat specialist. In addition to that, we do have some other characters in the comic that didn't make it into the Kickstarter. We've got Paradox, Double Tap, Boxcar, um, and Gator, and Coyote are the others that are in the uh, that are in the comic. Um, we have other characters beyond that that we're not quite ready for yet, um, but we've got uh, we've got a lot that we would like to get to eventually. Um, you know, and this is really kind of our our launching point um, for the brand. We need to get we need to get established, and we need to get a good foundation set up so we can grow it over the long term. All right. And as you can see, I popped up in the in the screen here. That is that is Lancer. That is off of your two up, correct? Yeah. Well, and actually, that's uh, that's just a regular um, single sized figure. Um, and we're, we're going to make a couple of tweaks um, to this. There's a couple of a couple of little minor sculpt modifications we're going to make. Um, the thing that you'll notice that is different about these figures um, versus a vintage figure is that we have added wrist articulation so that the wrist swivels. Um, and we did that for two reasons. One, it's great to add articulation when you can, but the big thing for us was if we made that hand of a flexible material, we could prevent, uh, for the most part, broken thumbs. Like you'd have to work a lot harder to break the thumbs on these figures. Um, so that was, you know, something that we saw where we could make a, a, a major improvement over what had been there previously. So we decided to go ahead and do that. Excellent. And uh, so you've outlined that the, the main conflict in, in call sign Longbow is between the, this U.S. Special Forces team and the Soviets. And we, yep. we, you've, got, uh, you've got Soviet Army builders. Yep. Oh, yeah. We've got Soviet Army builders. And we've got some named Soviet characters, too. We've only got one in the Kickstarter, um, Volk, who's a, uh, who's a Spetsnaz commander. Um, and as we move forward, he's going to have his own team um, that's essentially tasked with trying to figure out what longbow is and counteract them. 
Um, so there's there's going to be some some story points around that moving forward. But um, but yeah, we we do have the one named Soviet character so far, but we will have more in the future. Um, and then we have a lot of Soviet army builders. Um, when we talk about you know things that we didn't get in prior lines, right? That we always wanted. Um, you know, anybody who grew up during the '80s, the Soviets were your your standard bad guys, right? It didn't matter what what TV show or movie you know you were watching. You know, Soviets were the were the standard bad guys, and we really didn't have any of that for the most part. Um, you know, there weren't there weren't a lot of you know Soviet troop builder figures in O Ring, um, and what we we've, we've tried to do, kind of focusing on that, is we're getting a little more sci-fi with some of the factions and longbow and with some of the characters but when it comes to those soviet army builders we're sticking fairly close to to realistic adaptations of those we want those to have a more real feel um because we want those troops to fill in you know the backgrounds of things or if you have a base that you need that you need staffed up you know we're we're trying to trying to provide an authentic experience for that yes and uh, but those aren't the only the only bad guys you've got going. No, they are not. We have a third faction as well, um, and that's the Steel Web. Um, and we've only got two Steel Web figures. We've got Ghost, which is our first deluxe figure, and then we've got this figure, which is our Steel Web Shock Trooper. Um, and this faction is a lot more mysterious. We haven't featured them yet in the comics, although we are hoping to get there here fairly soon. Um, but they are a much more technologically advanced um, faction. So they will have some more sci-fi elements, uh, more so than, than uh, Longbow or the Soviet units. So, just Alicorn adds, uh, unbreakable thumbs. If only there was some other way to improve on the O-ring design. You know, we looked at that. Um, and really, I mean, is there anything other than thumbs? Well, I mean, call sign Longbow is notably thick in the crotch, bro. Thick in the crotch, yep. So, yeah, we did uh, the other major construction change we made, although I wouldn't call it majors, we we did add additional material into the crotch. Um, you know, you're limited in what you can do with that, but right. a, a little extra is going to help make it that much stronger. So, Right. I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Phil. Come on, Phil. <laughs> so you gave your figures Viagra. Anyways, uh, I was expecting something better than that. You disappointed me, Phil. I had to workshop Strong. it. Strong crotch. <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> and so you also sent along this this image here, and this is this is uh this is Volk, correct? On the on the literal drawing board. Actually, so this is actually the uh, the Spetsnaz trooper. Okay. Um so this is from Doug Hart, um, who's the packaging artist that we're using. And Doug did a lot of work um, on G.I. Joe and a lot of other Hasbro properties in the late 80s and early 90s. Um, and he's also doing the art for um, Operation Recall. Um, so I have been working with Doug because I wanted to get in there before Carson um, capitalized all of his time. So I've been working with Doug. This is actually an in-progress um shot of this painting so this is not complete um, but Doug sent this over last week and Doug's, Doug's done our other pieces of packaging art but um, 
this one's kind of in in the middle it, it looks fairly finished but it's not so he hasn't added in, in this image any of the camouflage to the uniform and he hasn't added any of the rim lighting except for to the face um and that's kind of that uh that yellow or orange um that you get around the outside edge uh on the art on some of the vintage packaging um but this shot was just so cool when he sent it over because you can actually see all of his paints there um mixed up and ready to go um so anyway he had sent that along i wanted to share it um because that's that's a cool you know kind of look into the process um that even i don't get to see very often because usually when i'm working with doug um you know he'll show me a sketch and then he'll show me an in progress shot but i don't get to see all the paints too um you know and we you know we work on details as we work through it but this was just really cool and gave gave some extra kind of look into how that works so excellent I am just, uh, what I'm doing, I'm getting into the backer kit, uh, itself. Sure. So bear with me as I, as I pull that up, but, um, so let's say that you, again, you're, you're new to this and you missed the Kickstarter and you're still pretty excited about what, uh, grindstone toys has going on. If I am starting just fresh, if I, if this is the first I'm hearing of it tonight, but I've got money that I. I need to have some of these figures in my collection. What's the process I got to go through? So you are extremely lucky because everything we have as part of the Kickstarter and post Kickstarter is still available right up until November 15th. So even if you missed out on the Kickstarter, you can still go to our backer kit pre-order store and you can still order everything as of right now. Okay. So you have to order everything individually, right? It, there are no package deals, but you can go through and you can buy, you know, one of everything or two of everything or 10 of everything, whatever you need. Um, and you can or add those to your order. And we still have discount pricing right now. Um, and where you're going to go is, and you can see here on, on Mike's preview there, you're going to go to longbow.backerkit.com. And there it's going to give you two options. If you were a backer, it's going to ask you to put your email in. If you weren't a backer, there's going to be a button there to link you to our pre-order store where you can get in and, and purchase figures. Um, so anyway, if you have not backed, right, let's say you were new, new to the brand, um, you would go into the pre-order store and then it works like any other online store. It uses backer kits um, system um, and you just start adding the figures that you want to your order. Um, right now, we still have discount pricing. Uh, all the figures are $25 a piece. Um, we will have those available again later on, but the price is going up. You'll notice there are little price tags in the corner of all the images. Um, and all the all the standard figures are $25.99 and the deluxe figures are $29.99. But for right now, everything's 25 bucks a piece, um, just like if, if you had bought one during the Kickstarter. Um, so we still have discounts on that. But the really important thing that you wanna keep in mind if you're brand new, um, is that we have two items that will not be available again after November 15th. So there's a, there's a time limit on those. Um, and those are the Adapt Trooper in the research facility gear and the crowdfunding exclusive cover of the comic. Those two items um, will not be offered again, but you can get them right now, even through the backer kit pre-order store. So that's what you want to keep an eye on. All right. 
And what Mike's got here is, uh, it, yeah, right here is similar to what you would see in the pre-order store. If you were a backer, this is what the add-on um, page looks like. But uh, in the backer kit pre-order store, you're going to see the figures just like this. Um, and you can, you can click on them. There are descriptions, but you just add them to your cart, go through the checkout. It'll calculate your shipping and your taxes. And um, it, it, it'll uh, get that ready to go. You can pay with either PayPal or with a credit card. Um, if you pay with PayPal, you're charged when you check out. If you pay with a credit card, um, we are going to be charging those cards on Wednesday the 16th, so the day after the pre-order store closes. All right. So just just so there's no awful surprises. Yep. Yep. But uh, it's got different different images too. You can go through. You can see the figure on the card yep. or the packaging placeholder, if if you will. But that's pretty much what it's going to look like. Yep, and most of the figures are going to come carded. We've got a couple of figures that come bagged, um, specifically the Marauder Retro Ops figure, which was a crossover we did with Marauder Gunrunners, and um, that Adapt Trooper in the research facility gear. That is a bagged figure as well, but the rest will be carded. This guy here. So what? why is he so special? Why is he only going to be in the... He was a crowdfunding exclusive, so we gotta we got to put a cap on him at some point. Um, but... We also, you know, we had a lot of people that contacted us in the days after the Kickstarter that said, you know, I just now found out about this. And, and we get it, right? A Kickstarter that only runs for 30 days, you're only going to be able to catch so many people. So when we opened it back up, we said, even though that was a crowd, you know, because it is a crowdfunding exclusive, Backer Kit is still crowdfunding, right? And that's why we called it a crowdfunding exclusive instead of a backer, instead of a Kickstarter exclusive. Um, so we made that available during this period for the backer kit pre-order store um but once that goes away you know that's something special that our initial crowdfunding backers um get that's really for them um you know so we wanted them to have something special and uh part of part of the good part of uh setting this in the 80s is uh you can see from uptown here he still gets to sport some sweet mustache game <laughs> i spent a lot of time looking at retro stuff from the eighties, um, you know, for hairstyles and things like that. So it's a lot of fun, but yeah, there were sweet mustaches, sweet stash. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to have some more of those going forward. There'll be other characters with sweet mustaches. Now this, this was one of the darlings of the Kickstarter campaign. Mm -hmm. The one that softened your icy heart to where you, you made it available on the backer kit, despite not quite getting to the funding plateau in the kickstarter yeah we we came up a little short on this one in the kickstarter but we we had really good feedback on this figure um this was this was a popular figure um we we heard from a lot of people about it about how much they wanted it um and like i said we had we had guaranteed those all-in backers that they were going to get 11 figures um, but we had only unlocked 10. um we wanted to make sure that if they wanted 11 unique ones we would have 11 form and it just made sense um this was the one we were going to add um it is all all new tooling it doesn't share any tooling with anything else in the line currently um so it was a bit of an investment but really this was what people wanted you know and if we're in a position to do it let's do it and uh so we got a, a question loco bass walker which is a fantastic name and, and a new one too so welcome to the program uh, I've backed the full in this summer. I've also responded to the survey. My question is, can you list the items or figures 
that are not included in the full in or the all in? Sure. So uh, as far as figures go, the Krosne Ninja here is not necessarily included in the all in package because he was not unlocked during the Kickstarter. But uh, those all in backers do get to pick their last figure and you can pick the Krosne Ninja. So in that case, he's not included, but you can choose him to add to your package at That's no right. additional cost for that. That's it's a loophole. Mm -hmm. Um, in addition to that, the other items that were not in uh, the all-in that are kind of new to the backer kit, we have the resupply pack, which is a, an accessory pack um, that you can you can add to your order. We have um, the standard cover for the comic. Now, now Kickstarter backers will get the crowdfunding exclusive cover, uh, but there is a standard cover for the comic that's not included in the all-in. And similarly, the same thing with the patches. Um, so we have a two-pack of patches and we have a three-pack of patches with the factions. The two-pack is included with the all-in because it was part of the Kickstarter. The three-pack is not necessarily, it's not included with the all-in, right? You would have to add that to your package. Um, but that's uh, that's kind of where we're at. Um, there is the possibility that if we were to reach uh, $259,000 in total funding, um, that we would add an additional adapt trooper in a black deco, the tactical deco, um, to the to the um, to the uh, campaign. If that gets added, that is not automatically added to all in packages. That would be a separate add-on. But as of now, we have not unlocked that figure. So as of right now, that one's that one's not on the table. How, how close are we to getting that one? I think we're like eighteen or nineteen thousand dollars off from that one. So a little ways to go, but we're, we're a little ways to go on that one. And we may not, we may not make that one, but um, if we don't, cause we know a lot of folks have liked that, that deco, um, you know, good ideas don't ever really go away. And if we weren't to get him unlocked, get him unlocked this time around, uh, that might be something we might revisit. We might tweak it a little bit, but we might revisit that later. So um, if he doesn't get unlocked, don't worry. Uh, there's always opportunity in the future. We continue to grow the brand. Good, good ideas never die. They just get kicked on to wave two. That's right. That's right. We just build something else around it. <laughs> but uh, the uh, resupply pack here, it, you've got very much got a, a visual nod to uh, the G.I. Joe accessory packs of years past, where it's it's all the, the weapons that you recognize in slightly different colors. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, that's neat, though. I loved those accessory packs. Like, yeah. I loved those accessory packs. And I would... Uh, love to in the future do some different dedicated accessory packs that are even a little closer to those. Um, I, I love accessory packs. I always want extra guns. That's never, that's never a problem for me. So yeah, it was, uh, when we had the opportunity to do that, um, I was all about adding those. And, uh, here's the, here's the, the, the standard cover for issue number one. And the comic uh, I should mention is um, is published by our partners at Broken Icon Comics, um, and they are an independent comic publisher. They do um, uh, it. It's kind of interesting. They're they're doing our comic, which is a retro military high adventure comic, um, but primarily they've done um, kind of horror comics, and then um, they do comics for Al Snow, the professional wrestler, and he's got this kind of crazy. Um, uh comic uh, with kind of surreal adventures in it 
Um, and sometimes it features other wrestlers. I know there was one with, with Chavo Guerrero. So um, anyway, they've got an interesting mix. I sometimes wonder why, you know, why they, why they went with us, but I am extremely glad that they did because um, they've been great partners um, and they've, they've really helped us uh, move things along on that front. So. Well, they're, they're hoping for the call sign Al Snow sequel series. Uh, never say never. Your crossover <laughs> doll head accessory. Yeah. Sponsored by Roma Collectibles. Uh, Justin Mohan asks, what's the plan for Wave 2, smiley face? So are all the figures being offered on Backer Kit? Yes, everything that was in the Kickstarter is on the Backer Kit. We'll answer that part of the question for you right there. But yeah. wave two, Troy, what, what's what, what you got? What you thinking about, man? So wave two. Uh, so I was working on wave two today. Um, so here's the deal going forward. Um, we had a large amount of product here, a large number of SKUs for our initial Kickstarter and our launch. Um, what we would like to do long term is that we would like to do smaller waves on a more regular basis. So we'd like to do like four figures three or four times a year if we can, right? Help spread that out a little bit um, and, and you know, let us move around a little bit at the factory and they can fit us in a little better that way. So there's, there's some production reasons for it. There's some, some you know, just consistency reasons for it. Um, and it's it'll be a whole lot easier to fulfill if we're only getting four in at a time versus 11 or 12 in at a time, right? So um, anyway, long-term, that's what we're looking for. Um, not ready to make any announcements about that, but, um, as a general rule, we, we have shown a number of characters that did not make it into this Kickstarter. Um, and I've, I've said before, we started with a much larger group that we then had to pare down for this Kickstarter. Um, cause we, we came with a larger group to, um, one of our partners that we were working with on the factory side. And uh, he said, absolutely not. We couldn't do that many. Um, so we had to, we had to pare that down and that's okay. because We were getting, we were getting way ahead of ourselves anyway. Uh, cause, cause we kind of have a tendency to do that. But um, so we have lots of characters, especially those characters that were featured in the comic. You can expect them um, to all show up sooner rather than later in the next, in, in the next couple of, of waves of product. Um, or at least that's what, that's what we have planned. We'll also, you know, try and have a mix of army builders. We'll try and have a good mix of good guys and bad guys. We're trying to be very cognizant of that when we put together, um, you know, kind of a wave of, of product. We, we want a nice balance. So there's a little bit for everybody in case people are into one aspect more so than the other. And so when are we getting the neon repaints? In the nineties. Uh, when we get to the nineties in the story, Phil. Right. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Diana Davis asks, Troy, can you tell us about future character slash figure slash playset slash vehicle plans? And I'm thinking those last two are a really uh, territory that we haven't covered yet. Yeah, um, we would love to do vehicles. Um, and we've we've looked at vehicles um, and we're continuing to play with vehicles. We have a couple of small vehicles that John, um, the other half of Grindstone Toys, has modeled up for us. Um, we had a little guard post. Um, play set for the Soviets and we had thrown together a little three-wheeler for for the longbow team. Um, that's something we're still exploring. Um, for us right now, the primary focus is getting the figures out um, and figuring out what's got to be tooled for the figures and what we might be pre-tooling for some of those future waves. Um, and once we've 
feel like we've got that down and we've got that product delivered and we're comfortable with that, um, we'll start we'll start a little more intensely looking at what we need to do on the vehicle side and what we can what we can pull off. Um, but that is definitely someplace where we want to go eventually. Uh, Dodge Transformer 84. Yeah, new name there. Welcome to the show. Uh, how soon will we get our longbow figures in the mail? Estimate the time of arrival. So we're looking right now to ship in early 2024. Um, so just a little over a year from now is what we're is what we're shooting for. Now, I will always say, and not to be overly pessimistic, but um, it's been a wild couple of years. Um, and I don't know if you've heard this, but sometimes there are supply chain issues. Um, what? So- I know. So as of right now, that's what we're looking for. And we don't have any reason at this point to believe um, that we won't um, be able to deliver in that time frame. But uh, just as a heads up, we are having these produced on the other side of the planet um, by people that don't speak the language we speak. So, um, you know, there's always there's always the opportunity for some kind of delay. Again, not that we're expecting that, but um you know, anybody that's worked or, or participated, I'm sorry, in a, in a crowdfunding campaign knows, um, you know, th- those dates are, are a good goal. Right. Bet- better to, to estimate farther out and be surprised when it comes a little early. Yeah, we really like things to go really smoothly and to have them, you know, even before the end of 2023. Um, but, you know, right. like you said, better to better to give yourself a little bit of room there. Uh, Racktime Rob checking in just let let us know uh, he's alive. I now know more about the bowels of Lucas Oil Stadium than I ever dreamed possible. There you go. If he doesn't come home with Spinal Tap autographs, something's wrong. <laughs> um, Vader still Rob, in the bowels. Reading the tea leaves. Is it official now that a wave two is coming? Um, I don't know that we're ready to say that's official. We're we're working on it. <laughs> right, right. It's it's one of those where let's get wave one in actual production first, and then we can then we can worry about making wave two official. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And we want you know we want to make sure that we get we get these done right, um, you know, and that that these are these are good to go. So we want to spend whatever additional time we need to to make sure everything's okay. Uh, Troy, say money wasn't an issue. What would call sign longbow create for fans? Oh, um, honestly, if, if money were no issue, we'd be looking at, at vehicles and large play sets and, you know, 36 figures a year if money were no object, right? Modular um, headquarters play sets. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, I've, I've got a couple of ideas for, for larger vehicles that I'd really like to see done. Um <laughs> You know, uh, with the Soviets, you know, the fact that we don't have a, a good widely available hind helicopter, um, I think is is a crying shame. Mm. Um, but there's a lot of other Soviet equipment like T-72 tanks, which are, you know, one of the most plentiful tanks on the planet. I can think of a dozen ways to redeco that thing. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of Soviet equipment I'd like to see. Um, and I'd like to see some, you know, some big play sets, too. Again, you know, sky's the limit you know, money is no object. I'd really like to find something, um, you know, as a, as an adversarial piece to go with your flag. Um, you know, but again, that's, uh, that we're not quite there yet. <laughs> the Russian sub, uh, play set. Red October. <laughs> yeah, maybe something like that. 
<laughs> uh, Firefly, have you learned any important lessons from Hasbro's recent O-ring releases? You know, I, I, I have mixed feelings on the recent O-ring releases, I guess. And part of it is because I am a, an O-ring completist anyway. I don't feel like we're treading a lot of new ground with that line, right? If you if you were brand new to O-ring figures, there are some good pickups there, like that Cobra Trooper Officer set. If you were brand new to it, that's great. Right. Um, for me, I've already got a pretty similar version of that in the original. Um, so, you know, for, for us, one of the important things is we wanted to create new characters um, and new conflicts, and, and we're telling a different story um, you know, so, uh, that's one of the things I feel like though is missing from that Hasbro line is there are no new characters or even new representations of things that aren't in that line, which I think is kind of interesting because when you look at like the five point line that super Seven's doing, they are doing some interesting deep cut stuff like the, uh, the Joe engineer that's based on the unproduced figure, uh, the, the unproduced female figure. Um, where she's in the tan uniform with the orange trim. Um, that's great. Like, I would love an O-ring version of that figure. So it's interesting that um, I feel like the O-ring line is kind of stuck in a rut. Um, and over here, Super 7 is doing this um, kind of interesting deep cut stuff with, with limited articulation. I'm like, I, I really, something in between there um, is more what I'd be into. And I think in a lot of ways, Longbow is kind of, uh, you know, in that, in that space, because it is new characters, but it is full articulation. I would point out there is one lesson to take from Hasbro's re retro figures. Don't paint flesh inside the glasses of a flesh tone molded head. <laughs> you know, flesh tone, especially trying to match those vintage figures is notoriously tough. It's a weird color. And the color that was specked out on the original Hasbro color sheets is not quite the color that the material came out in. Right. Um, we actually sent off some, some vintage parts to be color matched at a lab um, because I could not get the mix right. Um, and we just decided that would be easier for our paint masters and stuff um, to match to that. Um, and it is, that's, that, that skin tone is fickle. Which, I mean, you know, when you look at it, they, they were not able to quite get it right for many years. Those 97 and 98 Toys R Us figures are, are a weird color. Really pale. <laughs> series, those are a weird color. You know, uh, they just, they had a lot of trouble matching it themselves. So. But uh, Josiah Alcorn asks, at four figures a release, is there any chance of getting peg space at a Walgreens or CVS or Dollar General or uh, lower, lower quantity stores like that, I assume? You know, I think long-term, we'd like to look at that. Um, right now, it's a very collector-focused line. And the thing is, if you make the move to mass retail and away from collectible stores explicitly, um, there is a lot of additional um, safety testing that you need to do. Um, and those big chains, one of the things is we need to... Um, they usually have very specific supply chain requirements in their contracts when you when you sell to them um, where you have to be able to guarantee you know a certain amount of units um, and those kind of things right now because we don't have anything in hand yet um, even if that was something we were interested in i don't think we could get any of those big retailers to take a serious look at us yet um, once we're established and we've got a couple of waves out 
um, and you know we're we're a proven um, a proven entity. Um, that might be different, um, but you know long term, I think we'd like to do that. Um, long term too, there are some other brands that we would like to develop. Um, we have something that's a little more kid focused that we'd like to to play with at some point, um, and we've got some sci-fi stuff we want to play with at some point. Um, and even if Longbow might not be right for general retail maybe some of the other stuff that we're looking at might be a better fit for general retail. Um, so it just, again, um, probably too soon to tell, but yeah, someday I'd like to. Sure. Uh, Tory reclaimer. That's a new name. Uh, welcome to the program, which wants to throw in. These figures are great. Steel web ghost is my favorite. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's a neat one. He's fun. He, he's not a tracksuit henchman. Could we see? No, no tracksuit henchman is very popular too, though. That's that's another one of my my personal favorites from Wave One here. Yeah. Like in the, in the this weekend, I have to figure out how many more uh, Krasny Ninjas and tracksuit henchmen I am going to be ordering with my all-in package. I want you to make you a know, Chrome Redeco. Yeah, well, you know the thing is with henchmen, right? Like you can never have enough henchmen. Um, and even going forward, like we very specifically, it's henchmen, and then in in parentheses, you know, it's tracksuit. You know, we're we're looking at other kind of generic henchman figures we can do. Um, you know, where you need just general bad guys. Um, you know, you need goons. Um, you know, to work for whoever your your villain is might be. So, but sometimes they take right different different appearances. We've got the tracksuit ninja guy here. Um, you know, you watch old James Bond movies, and they've got you know guys wander around in jumpsuits with hard hats and m16 rifles and you know those guys are goons those guys would make perfect henchmen and you know sometimes you need ninja henchmen so it just you know um there's always room for more bad guys to shoot how about one with a wide-brimmed hat and a soft goods uh trench coat <laughs> yeah yeah you got all kinds of all kinds of stuff so but, uh, Andrew Galgan says, uh, make the Russian aircraft carrier Admiral Kuznetsov the answer to the USS flag. That would be fantastic. And it has like a really huge superstructure on top that almost <laughs> looks like the flag. It's like it's very different in proportions than an American aircraft carrier. So that would be uh, Michael, that would be a great thing. Is, he's on the same page. Uh, make a Karav class battlecruiser in scale with the flag. I will figure out a way to pay you whatever price you ask. <laughs> All right, there's one guaranteed sell. Let's do it. That's, about to say, that's that loyalty that you can't turn your back on, Troy McKee. Oh, I think your audio just cut out again. Did it die again? Troy, try to say something. I think he's frozen. Frozen oh. in time. <laughs> oh, Troy McKee. And now you're unfrozen, but we can't hear you. You were doing so well. <laughs> uh, Justin Mohan asked, do you have any other new IP you're working on? Uh, yeah, they tell you talked about that for a second. Nothing nothing they can actually talk in depth about just yet. But uh, but stay tuned. Like you mentioned, he is doing a crossover figure with RoboSkull, so there's a bit of extension there. Yes. Still no audio. All right, so we'll let uh, we'll let Phil get his get his bit in there. <laughs> uh, I like these. Um, I didn't go all in just because finances 
aren't there at the moment to be oh, able to stream so. them. But I did, I did get a four, a, a four pick four, so I got mine all ready to go, and I've all done the survey. We're all set. How many ninjas are you adding to your pick four? <laughs> oh, let's see. Actually, what I can actually, I can tell you what I got right now is a uh, Scott Lancer McMaster's. Uh, the Retro Ops Trooper Desert Ops, the Henchman Tracksuit, of course, and the Adapt Trooper. Couldn't couldn't pass up Tracksuit Henchman. <laughs> Signal was cut off by the NSA. Curse you, NSA! No. Nope. <laughs> no, you got Reboot. See? <laughs> See? We told you it worked before the show. We told you. And look what happens. Just kick. He, he broke it. It's he's the, got like a timer in his computer. Just cut off here. I mean, he's still in the Mark Weber role of uh, I'll get Frozen Troy off the screen there because he's creeping me out. But uh, you'll get the uh, the Frozen Mark Weber audio award of the day. And now we have to kill time. That's um. Uh, Having multiple factions lead to ops where good guys don't know who they're up against uh, at first. Yeah. Any, anytime you can make that story uh, more complicated and have it actually still make sense. Like, I, I like that uh, we're not going for some ambiguous third party that kind of skirts the line between good guys and bad guys here. We're it, It's three, three sides that just fight one another there's no real right or wrong everybody fights for what they think is the right you know the, the right they're means. fighting for their right to party right there's no uh there's no gray area here it make, makes for a complicated yet uncomplicated play pattern how about now all hey. right all right yep all right we can actually hear you i just muted it and unmuted it all right <laughs> okay all the other settings say it's correct i don't know uh, what kind of vehicles would you use for tracksuit henchmen? Oh, I think like a really beat-to-shit 15-year-old BMW, right? <laughs> or Mercedes. No, no, no. Really beat-to-shit Mercedes, right? Because your Goatnik's got to be got to be riding big business. <laughs> Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> Somebody who's uh, there's, compensating. There's this great uh, Facebook page called Slavs Squatting in Tracksuits. Um, and that's where I did all of the research for the uh, for the for the track tracksuit henchman. So. Oh my God! I think also a moving van would work well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you had a bunch of them, you need a van. But yeah, some some really really beat to shit, you know, Euro car of some kind. Uh, Beta Ray Bob, looking forward to that rain rainbow troop builder pack. Oh yeah, we need oh, yeah. multicolored tracksuit tracksuit guys chrome chrome's the way to go <laughs> you know tracksuits come in every color they, they make a silver tracksuit it's kind of reflective <laughs> sure justin mohat asks have you thought of doing any horror inspired characters um i guess that kind of depends on what our definition of horror is um careful how you pronounce that yeah uh Depending on, on what we're calling horror, yes. Um, we, we might have some characters that are a little more out there, um, but we're not really looking at like zombies. We're not going, we're not going that far. But we might have some guys that are maybe a little bit tore up or um, you know, maybe, maybe a little more machine than man or something along those lines. 
Just, uh, Wolfman tracksuit henchman. <laughs> way to beat around the cyborg bush, Troy. <laughs> uh, Justin Mohan asks, do you think there is room for all these new Joe style companies like yours, Strike Force Alpha, Operation Recall, Delta 17? Uh, he adds, I, I think there is room because each company has their own identity. But what are what are your thoughts there, Troy, from from the other side of that? Yeah, I think I, I think there is because everybody's doing something a little bit different. Um, if we were all, you know, trying to trying to play in the same sandbox, I think that might be um, a little more difficult. But you know, the stuff that Strikeforce Alpha has done is very cool, um, but it's also very different than what we're doing with Longbow. Right? It has a little bit more superhero proportions to it, um, and and it has a, a little more fantasy um with some of the some of the characters some of the villain designs are great but they wouldn't fit with longbow right um so um you know they're they're a little different operation recall is probably the project that we are closest to um and in the interest of full disclosure we are helping out with that project we're helping out with factory support um and those figures will actually use our sculpting bucks so the plan is that uh that the parts um from longbow and recall figures will be interchangeable um because you know customizing was something that was always very important to me um and that was really kind of how i got into this to begin with um was i was a customizer who took this way way too far um but uh anyway so that that's important for us um and uh delta 17 um i know that they've just showed a couple of things um again they're playing in a slightly different era than we are um, but though, you know, I've, I've had conversations with those guys before they're, they're good guys. Um, you know, and I think what they're going to present a little bit different again than what we're presenting. But I think the nice thing is there's a little bit for everybody this way. Um, and I would be remiss if I did not mention, um, that we do have an O-ring figure in the RoboSkull Kickstarter with Skeletron, um, which has worked out very well for us, um, because they are going in front of us. Um, so we get to figure out, um, if there are any problems on their figure instead of on our figures, which is fantastic. Um, but, distinction. Um, yes. Um, but it's, it's really good for us because we have one figure we focus on first, then we scale up to do our stuff. So, um, but again, different than what we're doing with Longbow. So it's good. You know, there's, there's stuff for everybody out there. Um, so that's that's nice um and we were actually um i was at assembly required last weekend um and friday night uh we sat in the lobby of the hotel with uh, mark from skeletron and we did um we did a final set of red lines on uh on the uh, o-ring um pilot figure and on ghost because they share some tooling so we were while everybody was hanging out we were just doing some fine tuning on that skull so might, might as well get some business done, right? Hey, absolutely. And the thing is, you you know, we do so much of this online at a distance. To actually be in a, a room with somebody and actually get to work on something in person um, is rare for us. We don't get to do that very often. So we wanted to take advantage of that when we could. Yeah, it's a real... And now it's a write-off. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to write the whole trip off. It's going to be great. That's uh, Diana Davis, a lady with a thousand animal sidekicks, ass. Animal sidekicks. <laughs> uh, I would guess at some point. All right. No, no. We, we've got a we've got a couple of things there again. Not ready to say, but we've got a we've got a couple of things. No sailors with parrots, but no, probably not. But uh, maybe not a house cat. Perhaps guys with dogs. <laughs> dogs are popular. Yeah, dogs dogs with military figures are popular. That's an easy. Right. That's uh, Beta Ray Bob says. Uh, sweet that at least two of the lines will be interchangeable. Thank you. 
um, that is good. Yeah, we we want it all to play together. And that's for the best because you are thick in the crotch. We'll get that off of there. So, uh, Troy, back before you you had uh, audio problems the first time. Um, we were asking you uh, what what you thought of of recent news uh, with GI Joe Classified to bring it back to, to I guess the the core, uh, the reason we're here uh, in the in the grand scheme of things. And you didn't get a chance to answer us before every the, you know the the computer world shut down on you. So uh, if you were if you were going to have one one character in classified that isn't there yet. Well, who would it be? Oh, uh, that one's tough. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of '85 and '86, and I think there's still a number of characters um, from that time period that we haven't gotten. Um, but I'm way more intrigued by. Um, the characters that we've only had limited interaction with look so like um, shadow tracker is a great example of that, right? That's a figure that there's not a lot established for. Um, and we've only had it in the one format. I'd really like it in O-Ring, but um, I think that's an interesting choice. And I'd like to see maybe some of those new sculpt or what we used to call new sculpt, the JVC era characters like barrel roll and blackout and um, uh, burnout and all those other ones that start with a B. Um, I'd like to see, I'd like to see some of them because it's a little, uh, a little different. Right. Um, right. but I still want to see, that's not to say that I don't want to see like an airtight or, you know, a lifeline or an Alpine. I actually think Alpine would be, uh, could be really cool, um, with some of his climbing gear and stuff. But, uh, anyway, there's some of those, but here's, here's my gripe about classified. Um, the figures are fantastic. Um, you know, the accessories are great. The filling a year's worth of pre-orders in a two or three week time period. Oh God. Crap. Well, yeah, I, I was ordering them, you know, as I went, I didn't think I was going to have to pay for them all in the same couple of days. Right. Um, that's been just overwhelming. I have a living room full of boxes. I have still not opened since I got back from AR of all the stuff that came while I was out of town. Um, so I have no idea what I actually have. And um, there's also I've a judgment from significant box. others, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> right. There's a, there is a whole area just immediately to to my right here that is just boxes. It's an I, Amazon warehouse in there. Right. I, like I, I've I've started a new job in in recent weeks, and so it's just like there's just been other stuff to worry about. So it's mm -hmm. like a, yeah. you you open it, and then it's like, oh, it's great, put it down. Yeah. Just, just kind of collecting in the corner of the room over there. It's 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 a problem. It's going to be worked on over the next couple of days. But no, I, I get what you're saying there, man. There was just there yeah, was. I just I I don't need it all at the same time. Which then, when I'm thinking about Longo, I'm just thinking, yeah, four at a time is probably plenty. We'll just do four at a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's um. Same thing is going to happen with Serpentor and Mindbender. Due dates for both are weeks apart on Hasbro Pulse. Even weeks apart for one figure and one figure is okay. But we're talking about, like, they, they put out a wave of three to five <laughs> figures, and then all of a sudden it gets filled, and then another three to five figures, and all of a sudden it gets filled. And 
Oh, well, and then it's and then it's the stinger, and then it's the the transformer Joe crossover sets, right? Like it's one literally every day you're getting billed. <laughs> right, right. And not that I don't enjoy the product. It's just I enjoy the product just as much if it was a little more spread out. <laughs> right. It'll spread out between paychecks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But uh, Viper Scout is asking any of us Helix. Yeah, I mean Helix is in that group too. Yeah, Actually, kind of a great. soft spot for Helix. Really do like that design. You know, uh, with that that group that that Troy was talking about that that never showed up in O Ring. And uh, yeah, no, she's definitely in that in that club. And and the fact that they're looking to that era for somebody like Shadow Tracker uh, certainly mm -hmm. says that they're they have to be considering Helix. Um, I think there is something to 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 uh, to the thought that they 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 don't necessarily want to cluster up all of the all the female characters at the same time. Joe Joe is a lucky brand in in that you've got a a number of great female characters, just good guys and bad guys, and um, you, know, you you don't want to necessarily push them all out early. You know you're gonna save some for later waves simply because they're strong characters and they can help carry waves and keep keep future waves as diverse as early waves say what you will about the collectors club but you have to appreciate that they're willing to make new female characters too uh, just new characters period for a while and then, then yeah. to the fss stuff and that that went right out the anyways anyhow <laughs> that's a that's a whole different rant right so uh we'll we'll continue to to if somebody's got a good question or something we'll come back to it but in the meantime what do you say we move into what we got in uh troy mckee you you just came back from from iowa iowa is for lovers it is and it is. uh so what what did you come back from lover country new in your possession i bought a, a full set of the original bronze bomber figures not the not the toys r us big pack but the the single carded figures like the 88 release <laughs> yeah the 88 one so i got a full set of those um i got uh, a carded steel brigade astro viper just because i love that figure uh, and i had it as a kid um picked up some other some other battle core figures carded that i that i found that i needed um and then i walked off without the gear kit um which is like the attendee item at assembly required that i paid for so uh, the AR guys are going to be nice enough to mail that to me because I walked right off without it. So, the Troy McKee is a dummy discount. You know, <laughs> I got I got so busy packing up on Saturday night, I totally spaced it. So, but, uh, Josiah asks, uh, are there any more '80s movie poster mockups coming soon, or maybe '80s album cover mockups? Um, we'll, we might do some more of those in the future. We don't have any ready to go right at the moment, but we know people like that, so. We might we might do some more of those from time to time. Yeah, wait till you see the call sign longo version of slippery one wet. Yeah. <laughs> Always back to New Jersey. Anyways, uh so Troy, that uh, that bronze bomber stuff, that must have set you back. Jesus. Um I I had a friend that gave it to me at a very uh reasonable price. So All right. yeah. All right. So not I paid a lot less than I should have for that. <laughs> good. good. Times it's better to know people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, sometimes you luck out. <laughs> Phil, what'd you get in? Uh, well, like you were mentioning, the floodgates on Hasbro pre-orders apparently opened up. So 
<laughs> I got my Bumblebee Awestriker with Stalker. This is, by the way, this is all just going to be in the last week, not, you know, since the last time we saw you. But um, I got my small miracle of a Tiger Force Outback from Target. Uh, just today, I got this Marvel Legends Beast on a retro Toy Biz inspired card. I, I like those Toy Biz re-releases because that card stock is thick enough to stop a bullet. Yeah, I got a row that's been like right here just sitting out for like months on end and is still yeah. <laughs> flat as ever. Yeah. I got a couple of Spider-Man ones and that's that you again put them in a jacket and just wander out of the, the, the pistol range with that one. Um I got my Disney Plus She Hulk. There you go. Uh my selfie series uh Snake Eyes, which Let's I go. mean, it's it's closer right. than get him up there <laughs> than some of the other figures I've seen, but this is still like no, he is they, not. That does not look anything like him. They got to do something about the eyes, man. Those are some dead eyes. I think <laughs> it fit right in with the, the jaw, the shark from Jaws. Yeah, pro, pro, you know what? I'm I'm just holding on until selfie series 2.0 at this point. And then um, been burned by figures that don't look like you at all, Phil. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, that. I also got in. That answer this... is more than one, everyone. <laughs> Whatever you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> um, I also got in this Batman Returns Batman, which I'm going to customize to actually be more accurate to the movie because they never actually made one that was accurate to the movie. <laughs> Andrew Galgan's got a question. Are the heads removable from the selfie series? All right, there you go. You got it. Li live demonstration. You got to be gentle, Diana. It breaks if you try. No, really not. I had one popped off in the package when it got to me. By the way, the thing that scares me about the selfie series, I don't know if anybody else has told you this, but the shipping box isn't taped when it gets to you. It's not taped closed at all. It's just a flap. And uh, it's not just a one-off, because as you can see, I've gotten more than one selfie series, and none of them have come taped. So if you're missing stuff when yours comes in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And, and yeah. To think that just not looking anything like the person it's supposed to look like is a bad enough endorsement. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or, or great details. It gets better, doesn't it? Oh, and uh, like I pointed out to you guys earlier, I got the Stormtrooper one as well. And I can tell these bodies have been sitting around a while because you can't see it with my lighting here, but the torso on this Stormtrooper came pre-yellowed. So, you know, it gets it out of the way for you. I think it, it speaks well of your lighting setup. <laughs> it does. That's a gigantic ring light I have in front of me. <laughs> it goes floor to ceiling. It actually can if I wanted to. Oh dear. Most but, weak uh, ass light bulb ever created. And uh you know, might as well go for the trifecta of here. Here's the other one. See, it still looks nothing like me. It looks like <laughs> Uncle Owen from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Right. <laughs> Uncle Owen, if you're if he's disappointed, 
half drunk. <laughs> Diana Davis wants to know why do they make Phil a ginger? Good question. That is their brown hair option. Their ginger, their red hair is even brighter. It's 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 crazy. Part of that's on you, Phil. You need to embrace your full swarthiness. <laughs> the black hair option. That's on you. It, may, it might be, yeah. It's on you. The swarthy. That's got some highlights to it. It's not full Whatever. black. Whatever. <laughs> uh, now, see, now, no, no. What are you hiding, Phil? What are you hiding from? Why do you hate yourself? Anything else you get in this week? Uh, no, for one week, I think that was that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a lighter week this week. I got uh, I got this guy a couple. Well, one was yesterday. Put up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bust out the knife. We're gonna open this right here. What's in there? Ooh, unboxing video. Make right. the picture larger. <laughs> That's right. I, I should probably do that, shouldn't I? I hope it's something totally else and not a figure. It, it, it is because it's I, a hairbrush. <laughs> like I'm, I'm kind of waiting for that to happen, right? Like it's, it's, it's the clear target.com box. It's going to be like, I'm what, you know, what I'm expecting it to be. No, it's going to be a, an extra, extra large bottle of head and shoulders. A package. Or we go the cartoon or... route and it's just an empty box with a moth flying out. Only one of the, one of the weird, the weird scented ones that I don't use, but no, it's, it's a, uh, it's specifically in this love it or hate it segment. It's Tiger Force Outback after all these weeks. Hey, Woo! you mean no more, no more emails about your order will be canceled if you don't approve the delay. Right, right. And uh, or it's not for this figure. They still might do that for the other two, uh, which we're still waiting on uh, over a year on that that part of the pre-order. But um, but yeah, it's um, I. I I'm I'm happy that this guy is here. I, I love the figure. It's 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 fantastic. But uh, man, this one's bittersweet for a lot of folks out there, isn't it? You know, I, I yeah, I shouldn't feel this fortunate to get something that I paid for. If that makes any sense, like like I put the money down for this, and it shouldn't have been nearly the crapshoot it was uh, for it to get here. So let's just hope going forward. Because uh, Lord knows that that deal is signed, sealed, and delivered on for some time now. Um, that it just goes a little bit smoother with with Target and the GI Joe line. Going, we had to put in work on these too. <laughs> How many times we had to make sure we logged in to approve the delay, and you don't take too long to approve the delay before they cancel it. Right, like four times. And uh, yeah, like I I missed missed that email once by an extra day, and I was really sweating it out. But it, thankfully, you know, it all worked out. Also, <laughs> that's right. Number 54 is here. Yay. Hey, his right arm is loose as hell. That bicep joint has seen better days, but that's okay. A little super glue, folks. Fix that right up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nonsense. That just means if somebody's just off to the right, you just he's got it really. You just flip over and just shoot them too. <laughs> he's double jointed at the elbow. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's always weird to me how when you, when you get these in, because obviously they've been owned by one, two, three people before, and um, like this guy's legs, his his knee joints are so tight 
that he's practically out of the package. And his left arm is so tight that it's practically just out of the package, but that right arm is just, just all spaghetti noodle bicep there. It's fantastic. I love it. It's it's one of the fun things when you when you get to a point where you're just collecting one figure for no real reason other than it's an oddity, um, you start noticing weird stuff like that. So it that, gets character to your character. Right, right. They're all a little different in their own way. But um Yeah, McDowell says well, we, we almost missed a target exclusive this year. They had to get out back out. Well, God forbid they get the other two out, which are available everywhere else in the world. I actually got shipping notices for some of the other ones <laughs> this week. <laughs> I don't even I don't even have delivery dates on those. So they keep they keep having. <laughs> Beta Ray Bob says I may be the only one, but I like the Tiger Force Outback T-shirt design. No, that's awesome. That's that's what's great about it. I will say though. Uh, Probably one of the problems of only ever seeing this guy from the front online is I don't think Target realized on the original figure there's actually the tiger stripes on the back of his shirt. Phil, you got to let some of that stuff go, man. That's <laughs> a tiger stripe is the whole point of the Tiger Force. He's got a big, big kitty face on his T-shirt. That's that's like if you can't figure out what's going on from that, I, I then I got nothing for you, Phil. Uh, cellar dweller says we got in shoes. That's good. We all need shoes. Did you get matching shoes? shoes? Are good. Both feet. Uh, Stonegate Creations asks, "How do we learn more about those twelve inch dis on display in the bookshelves?" I'm presuming you mean behind Phil. Um, and uh, I'm going to guess that uh, Phil will talk about them sometime soon on an episode of Articulated Points. Phil, <laughs> why don't you tell us all about Articulated Points? Well. That is a podcast that I put on with my friend and fellow collector, Patrick Stewart at Picard. <laughs> we uh, like to cover more of the lesser known stuff or even things that you may have overlooked and try and go in deep dives on different topics, mm -hmm. uh, primarily G.I. Joe, but we don't stray away from other toy lines either. Uh, we've done Starcom, Transformers, Photon, uh, even a little bit of Disneyland because I, I like Disneyland and I I live close to Disneyland. and Yeah, you're it, kind of a freak. It, it gives me an excuse to go to Disneyland. So, <laughs> Troy knows what I'm talking about. I know. Um, Troy doesn't so you, live anywhere close to Disneyland. That's also true. <laughs> that hasn't stopped him, though. Uh, so we can, you can find us on YouTube. We also have you know, on the usual socials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for now, less, you know, while Twitter's still existing. And uh, we try to put out at least one episode a month. So, yeah, you can find a, a link to the Articulated Points channel uh, down below. We've also got them linked up on our YouTube page. Uh, I can promise you, every time you watch an episode of Articulated Points, you will learn something. So, if you are into the educational side of the toy hobby, um, they they really there's some deep dive stuff going on on articulated points. Uh, I recommend you give them a watch. We do try to keep it entertaining though. It's not, it's not dry dull I stuff. Try. <laughs> Usually your co-hosts don't have their audio give out two or three <laughs> times in an episode. Usually. Mm. Troy McKee, why don't you go ahead and do shout outs? Um. So I guess shout outs to the assembly requ required crew 
um, for putting on a great show last weekend. It was a ton of fun. And for everybody I got to meet um, at the show and for the normal crew with Ben and Mark and my partner, John, um, you know, it was great, great getting to hang out with everybody last weekend. Um, you know, getting to getting to do some fun action figure stuff and uh, and and just get to hang out because we don't get to do that in person all that often. So that's uh, that's my shout out. All right, Biff McConkey Dog, shout it out. All right, well, as usual, going to shout out to my partner in crime, Patrick Stewart, not Picard. Uh, also, uh, shout out to veterans. It it is you know as of the day we're putting this out, it's you know. November 11th, so national holiday and all that. Remembrance Day, uh, Veterans or Veterans and Memorial. I can never remember what to switch. I'm bad at that. Um, here in the U.S. Bill. Yeah. And um, shout out to all fans of Batman because today was a was a rough one. We uh, lost Kevin Conroy. Heard the news and that was you know it hurt because. <laughs> Cancer took someone way too soon. It was really talented and really great to his fans. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, I, I didn't know that that was the, the cause of death there, but um, you could tell just in, in the last, over the last couple of years, you could tell he was, that uh, something wasn't quite right. But his energy was still there. He's still uh, still great to everybody at shows and, you know, always had time for his fans. So really, really a tough loss there. That's I it for me. I will give a shout out to our, our hosts in absentia. Uh, Rob is on his way back from the bowels of Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, Let it out. Right. <laughs> Mark, Mark is out visiting family in somewhere that is not Rhode Island. Uh, Joe Colton is lost at high, on the high sea uh, on a Disney cruise, which may never get back to port. So uh, it might be Phil and Troy again next week. We don't know. Could, who can tell? But um, thoughts and prayers, right? <laughs> T's and P's, everyone. T's and P's. But uh, <laughs> want to echo Phil's sentiment. Uh, give a shout out to to any and all of our of our U.S. veterans on this great Veterans Day. Uh, we certainly wouldn't be here without you. Uh, we appreciate everything that uh, you did for us with your service, and and we're happy that uh, you're the ones on Veterans Day that that got to come back to us um uh give a shout out to our our guest tonight uh, to to biff mcconkey donk himself phil donnelly uh we didn't get you on six hours notice this time so i feel like we accomplished yeah. we accomplished something like what anytime i have i have a host bail out at the last minute my first call is to phil because i know phil uh will will be prepared and have knowledge on all the stuff that we talk about here on what's on joe mind so I feel happy anytime I can give Phil a call on like a Sunday prior and say, "Hey Phil, how about Friday night?" Huh? It was weird getting advance notice this time, but it was, it was downright strange. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't make it last week. <laughs> well, you know, you know. Turns it turns out we didn't need you. Hey, I'm replaceable. <laughs> right, your spare part. Nah, I, as I compliment you, I give you a shout out, and then I call you spare parts. Anyways. Uh, give a shout out to, of course, uh, our other guest tonight, Troy McKee, and his his okay. staff, Grindstone Toys. Glad we were able to to get in and and uh, and chat about this one more time. I know we just got a few more days. I need to. I need everybody to get out and at least give this a look. Get on out to the website, longbow.backerkit.com. Yep. Um, figure out some extras that you want. We we are past 
past the line of all the pre-orders and and all of the 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 flash sales and like it was a real crazy summer in terms of buying uh, GI Joe and Marvel Legends and and all the stuff that that the folks that watch this channel buy. But now now we can get back to the basics and and uh, continue our transition to the call sign Longbow Podcast uh, and buy from the Longbow.backerkit.com site uh, before the fifteenth. You got till Tuesday, so you got all weekend to to pull it up and look it over. Enjoy the low discount pricing uh, from the Kickstarter on these great yeah. figures. And hopefully it leads to a great deal of sense. Remember, $19,000 or so uh, gets us up to where we get that uh, second adapt trooper. And so, you know, hey, maybe there'll be, if, if enough people get out and do that, maybe there'll be a, enough of, uh, maybe there'll be an extra bonus on Monday night for us. Who knows? Yeah. I'm going to try. Anyway. Well, so, thanks. Thanks for, for bringing me on. I really appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. Hey, no, no trouble, man. Anytime, any, you know, it's, uh, I, I promised you too. We'd, we'd try and work you into the guest host rotation when you didn't have a project and you keep having projects. So it makes it difficult. Stop being so busy. There's, there's, always, there's always another project. <laughs> the Alcorn lets remind us that the T public sale is going on right now. You can head over to our T public site. Uh, link is down below in there. Uh, T-shirts are 35% off. Everything is at, is some kind of percent off. If you want a long sleeve tea, that's something like twenty five. If you want a coffee mug, it's like twenty percent off. I mean, it's uh, it, it there's a lot going on there. If you want some what's on Joe Mine merchandise, now is the time, uh, and I believe that is going on through Saturday. Um, but uh, yeah, for for my co-hosts uh, Phil Donnelly and Troy McKee, I'm Mike Irizarry. Thanks so much for joining us here on What's On Joe Mind. Want everybody out there to have a great rest of the weekend. And yo, Joe. Bye, everybody. Thanks. I got to. I got to hit all my buttons. There we go. Where's all my buttons? Good night, all. Uh -huh.